I love you. Hello and welcome back to Bebo's Legends Podcast. Whoop whoop. My name is Carrie and tonight I am joined by the most wonderful human being on this planet. Nisi! Huzzah! Woo-woo! And the fans go wild because they love a good old Carnisi team up. Woo! Yes, they do. Um, yeah, welcome to episode five of season two. We are discussing the episode called Compromised, which was... Which was directed by David Geddes and written by Greg Berlanti and Mark Guggenheim. Woohoo! Uh, we're going to take this opportunity really quickly to give you a spoiler alert because there's going to be some stuff said in this episode that is surprisingly about this episode. So if you've Ooh. not seen it, don't listen to this first. Go and watch it and then come back to us. We'll be here. We'll wait for you. Don't you worry. So before we get started on the episode, I want to take a real quick moment to talk about the House of Danvers Supergirl Rewatch podcast, which was released uh, that last week on Friday, just there, um, which was so exciting. They are a um, podcast that is linked to the Super Friends podcast network, which is our podcast network. Um, so they are our team and we are so proud of them. And we encourage you to go and listen to their podcast because it's so good. And uh, special surprise for episode one is me and Nisi were actually on it as guests which is so cool we were honored to be there with them and they've got more episodes coming out probably every Friday um so yeah make sure you check them out they're on Spotify they're on Apple same places you can find us you can find them and they talk all things Supergirl so yeah hit them up on Instagram check them out we encourage you to do that and uh, yeah, check out the Super Friends podcast network on Instagram too, because it'll have loads of fun stuff soon. We're working on it. <laughs> it's happening. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the episode. Nisi, what did you think? I thought it was a great episode. I'm not surprised. I thought so too. Two idiots, one thought. <laughs> also... I, I'm really a fan of those waves Sarah had, like this. Yeah. She looked really cute with that. Very hot. Also, something Dark said reminded me of you. Yeah, oh. he was like, <laughs> he was sitting on the bench and he was like, anywho, <laughs> like, hey, that's what Gary says all the time. <laughs> See, like that could have went any which way when you say Damien Dark said something that reminded me of you. Like my brain just was like, <laughs> oh God, is this because last time we had a guest on our podcast, I said that I should never be given superpowers because I would turn into a supervillain and now you're comparing me to a supervillain and I'm like, no. oh my God, <laughs> what does it say about me as a person? No. Anywho. <laughs> What was your favorite part of the episode? Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was, um, I think I have three favorite parts, I guess, or something like that. Oh, three. Go for it. Um, I love how Stein is like the, the papa bear for of the Wave Rider and gives everyone advice. 
like he gave Sarah advice with the nurse and now he gave Ray advice and he always gives advice like this papa bear wise papa bear thing so and the next one was this slow motion walk into the white house also have you seen Amaya's dress it was incredible it was so good but I asked myself how how do people fight in dresses I mean Sarah had pants she was in a jumpsuit but Amaya she was wearing a dress and she was so badass in a dress maybe it's like um Alex and Sarah at um the Flash's wedding right they ripped it apart that was really hot (laughs) it was and the third one was the Nate and Sarah scene where he's like can I have that was my favorite that was my favorite one and he was like there's gonna be more I loved it I loved the Nate and Sarah friendship I feel like Nate is such a good guy friend to have like not only did he build that really solid friendship with Sarah he then went on to cultivate like a really great friendship with Ava that I love as well so I think there's a lot of great things coming for Nate spoiler but yeah that was my favorite scene too like my like I love that Love, love. What was your uh, least favorite part? My least favorite. Ooh. Um. Oh, oh. Can I say another favorite before you go? Least favorite. Say when um, Stein says to Sarah, "You're not an assassin anymore. You're our captain." I was like, "Oh, all the feels. Yes, you are. You are our captain." Yeah. So yeah, that was another fave. Um, I guess my least favorite um, was like Sarah agreeing with with Stein and not with Jax, but then doing the exact opposite and going for Dark. Yeah. Because that didn't make sense. You can tell somebody that he's not supposed to do anything and then you do the exact same thing. Yeah, she massively contradicted herself in that moment. Like, yeah, I guess, though, the purpose of that is to sort of show that she's, when it comes to Laurel, she's not thinking straight, like, she's still very much led by her emotions, um, especially, like, and I know that she's the captain and she's making good decisions and stuff, but she's still very much powered by how she feels at that time, um, and that's a part of her important character arc, because she does grow to stop favoring her feelings and start favoring the the needs of the team but I think that's probably why it was quite important that they showed that but I I do agree it just seemed wrong that she would contradict herself so blatantly it's not even like she accidentally like she clearly did it on purpose like um I don't know what my least favorite moment was I really liked the episode I think it had a lot of really great moments between Mick and Ray that was all really great stuff between um Martin and Martin I always love to see those two together um Nate and Amaya I loved it all um maybe when Obsidian took the bullet for Amaya because it was just like oh you took a bullet for me oh now you're magically fixed huh yay like it didn't ever happen and it's a bit like what was the point 
Yep, I kind of didn't. I, I, I didn't remember that actually. I thought he was gonna die because I didn't remember that Gideon fixed him. So I was like, oh no! I didn't even see the bullet for her. How cute is that? And now he's gonna die. I was really sad. And then the next scene was him laying there with this blood thing blood stain on his shirt and then he jumped up and said he would go home to his husband <laughs> yeah he should have died i mean either don't have him in the episode or kill him in the episode but don't just have him there for like a wee second for no good reason like it just didn't make any sense like they could have blacked their way into that state dinner they didn't need somebody to do it for him he didn't have any other massive purpose to the plot of the episode so unless he was going to die so that Maya would have an emotional journey, what was the point in him being there? Not I, that I condone just killing characters off, I just mean like... Only the stars know. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Only the stars know, Jesus Christ. Um, Written the stars. Oh god. I'm done. I'm done. You're Thank such you. a doofus. Oh <laughs> uh, yep, yeah, there you go. Nisi is <laughs> Um, so why am I buzz buzzing? Sorry guys, that's really like bad. I'm checking my messages halfway through speaking. What was one thing about the episode that you would change or add to it to make it better for you? I think I just said that. <laughs> so I thought that he would die so oh. I would have let him die I guess for Amaya to have you know something and because he was important to Amaya and not really to the other team members so him dying would gave him a purpose to be there in this episode that's so. what I said that's not what you said well, I said that I thought that he was gonna die and that I didn't see a sense in him just jumping up and telling everybody he would go to his husband now. Stop stealing all my stuff, Nisi. Yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> That's what I would have added to. He would have died. Yeah. Um, we'll be good writers. Yeah. <laughs> Start killing people, for God's sake. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, okay, so now that we've covered all of those bases, is there anything else about the episode that you want to add? I guess not. I do. Did you okay. notice Sarah pulling the knife out of her sleeve? Yes, I did. I love that. I love that for her. Like, I love that she never loses that. <laughs> There's always knives somewhere. Somewhere. Places. Yeah. <laughs> all the places <laughs> remember that conversation we had a couple of episodes ago when we were like where did she have her staff though like where was it because it doesn't fit in your pocket <laughs> well but I figured it out like in another show I guess it was Supergirl or something I don't know but they had a staff and it was like this mini and then you could do, you could just hit it and then it would grow big. I have one of those. However, you don't even see her doing that. She's just suddenly holding the staff and I'm like, where the hell was it? Um, so yeah. 
makes sense. So yeah, that, that um, what was I talking about? Yeah, her knives. <laughs> Sarah and her knives. Yeah, I like that. I don't think I wrote down anything else that was like really stand out. I thought it was a good episode. Me too. So I feel like this is a really great opportunity to do our quiz segment. Where we answer quiz questions where we answer quiz questions and encourage you to play along at home because we as a podcast thrive on people shouting their answers loud and shouting them proud. proud. That was so out of sync, I love it. <laughs> so yeah, Nisi, take us away. Take it away, don't take us away. Maybe take us away too. Just do, <laughs> take something away, please. Take my microphone away. Okay. Rambling. What year and place does the episode start? Oh shit. Um it I wrote this down. I don't feel like that's she in Miami 1987. You stole my fucking question, bitch. You told me to take it away. Not my question though. Take other shit away, not me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whose relic did Damien Dark get as payment at the beginning of the episode? Come again? Whose relic was it? He said the name of a person whose relic it was. Person. I know that, but I didn't write it down. Uh, it was something AC, BC, I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, before Christ or after Christ, that I know, but I don't know the person's name. So yeah. <clears throat> was Emperor Neo? Oh, I wouldn't have guessed that. No, no, not clearly, because you guessed ACDC. Well, no, <laughs> not ACDC, the band. Why is my laptop falling all the time? AC is after Christ and BC is before Christ. I know, I'm taking the piss. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> it's your turn. Okay. Which president sent a mid them? Mission team to Leipzig. Oh, pants. Um, Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Yes. Yes. Who's the current president in the episode? I know his name. Reagan. Reagan. <laughs> yes. Reagan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. He had jelly beans. He had jelly beans. What year did that did President Eisenhower send the mission team to Leipzig? Oh, I don't know. No idea. Uh, Sixty-eight. No. Oh, I don't know then. Nineteen fifty-six. Yeah, it was quite far off. <laughs> right. Um. Okay. Uh. Do I have other shit written down? Okay. Where? Where is the time quake happening? Time quake. The time quake from the time seismograph. In Washington, DC. What was the address? The White House? Yeah, what's the address of the White House? I don't know. 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I don't know the address. Well, it was said in the episode. I'm sorry. 
straight up says, there is a time quake in Washington, D.C., December 7th, 1987, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, and Sarah goes, that's the House." Okay, Smarty Pants. Thank you for acknowledging me that. Acknowledging you that. That's such good yeah. English, man. I love that. I know, I know. I was going for educating, but then it came out something that's different. Not, mate, that's not right either. Thank you for educating me that. Educating me. And um, then it came out wrong. You know what I mean? That makes something up in my head. We need to put that on a t-shirt. Thank you for, what did you say? Acknowledging me that? I don't know what I said. It so we can re-listen to the episode and find out, but put it on a t-shirt, whatever it was, because that's a classic Nisi mix-up. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Is it my turn? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. There's only two of us. What? Yeah. Where does Damien have his meeting and what time? In the park? At mm. nighttime? <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> yes, you are. But what time and what park? I don't know. Washington Park? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, what's his first name? Whose first name? There's lots of hymns in it. You said Washington, so... Georgetown. Oh, George. <laughs> Good clue. I just didn't click in my head. <laughs> and it was 8 p.m. Yeah, nighttime in the park. I got it right. Half a point. Then I get half a point for the White House. You don't make the rules. <laughs> okay, okay. No, okay. You can have half a point, but I'm getting three quarters. Thank you. You are welcome. Um, whose birthday is it? Birthday? Yeah. Clarissa's. Well done. Yes, it was Clarissa's. So proud of you. Thank you. I don't have any more questions though. Neither do I. I didn't write any down. I've just been blagging this the whole time. So yeah, go us. Woohoo. Woop woop. Go team BLP. We crushed that. Now let us know. Woo. Did you beat us? Get in touch with us on Instagram. We want to know. Did you know your shit better than we did? That should be on a t-shirt too. Um, okay. I'm looking at my notes because I always mess this up, even though we've been doing this now for like a hundred weeks. Um, so we're going to do our Who Said It segment, and I nailed that. This is yeah, a yeah, I'm proud of you. Woo! Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I still almost messed up, but it's fine. Um, this is a part of our podcast where we say quotes from the episode, and the other person has to say who said it. And we encourage you to also play along, because it's gratifying to know that you were better than us. Ha <laughs> ha. Ding. Someone edit that. Very good. So, um, Denise, why don't you take it away? Stop calling me that. Okay. <laughs> That's your freaking name. <laughs> no one calls me Denise. Okay. I That's weird. Okay. We can make history better. Um, Jax. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. What's in it for me? 
I know that. Do you though? Yes. Denise. D nice. D money. Oh my god. <laughs> Crushed it. Um. Do 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 do. Who? What's in it for me? I. I know that, but I don't know that. Take a guess. The worst that can happen is you're gonna be wrong. And I'll laugh at you. Damien Dark? Oh, she nailed it! Ah. it. So proud of you. Thank you. It's your turn. <laughs> That's an awesome name and I'm totally gonna steal that. Nate. Yes. <laughs> um. Who the hell is that? Who the hell is that? Who the hell is that? Uh, Nate? No. I don't know. It's not who you would expect. This Obsidian, is his name Obsidian? Midnight, whatever? Todd. <laughs> uh, no, it was Stein. Stein. Ooh, okay. We don't follow the rules, remember? <laughs> um, Mick. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, um, 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 our job is to protect history. Sarah. Yeah. Great. I don't want you to be like Snart. Mick. <laughs> Your impression, by the way, is flawless. Um, I can be cool. Hooray! Yeah! Um, through the act of living, we discover who we truly are and learn to grow from that. That was mine, you asshole. Stein. Yes, I really loved it. Okay, um, never lose that optimism. Sarah? Amaya? No. Uh, Stein? No. I don't know. Nate says it to Amaya when she's talking about how she believes women will become treated like equals. All right. Yeah, yeah, so you suck. Thank you. But I really like the jacket though, the, 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 her jacket in that scene. Yes. That was really cool. So that's why you didn't listen to what she was saying because you were too busy looking at her jacket. Yes, actually. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, it's your turn. You're right, Palmer. You can sign your way out of anything. Mick freaking Rory. Yes. Will one of you please shut me up? <laughs> I don't have any more. No, neither do I. We nailed that. Yay! It. So let us know how you got on. Did you know who said all of those quotes? Um. Now it's a really special moment for us because we're going to keep going with the quotes, but this time we're going to be finishing the quotes. One person is going to say the start and the other person is going to try and say the end. And we do award points, however, we never count them. 
somebody go back and check who's the winner i believe it's me overall um because i make the rules and i make them suit me um anywho yeah let us know how you get on see if you know the rest of these quotes what what am i saying i don't fucking know i'm just making shit up as i go along that's what we love about you put it on a t-shirt okay i will take it away taking taking it away <laughs> <laughs> call me haircut again uh, i like you and i like you yes nailed it ray palmer we're something else we're something else Our legends, yes, Queen. Ooh, thank Bradford. you. Shut up, just shut up. Just shut up. Just I don't know who said it. Mick, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was in the van, yes. I don't know what he said. Shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> Very good. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so you stole that one. So can I use it? Um, great. You two reach out to the GSA. Ooh. You go back to the GSA. Mm. You two reach out to the GSA. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. I don't know what those dots are. What's the rest of the quote? You two reach out to the JSA and we are breaking into the White House? Well, you two reach out to the JSA while the rest of us break into the most secure residency in the country. Almost. A third of a point. Thank you. You are more than welcome, my dear. Unfortunately, my imagination is not that good. Is not that imaginative. <laughs> I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Unfortunately, my imagination isn't quite that dividend. Yeah, I knew that. That's what you meant. I hate the. I hate the. People? Yeah, yep, yep, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> it was said by Mick, and then he punched the radio. Eighties. Congratulations. Yes. You're no longer an assassin, Sarah. You're our captain. Yes. Yes. Um, I think I'm pretty much out, to be honest. Oh, I've got one. I'm too young to die. Um, 
I know who Sammy fell for, I guess. But I don't know the quote. I'm too young to die, too brilliant to die. Right. Martin's love for nuclear science is very big. <laughs> I don't know. Almost? <laughs> no idea. Martin's love for nuclear science is irreplaceable. Yep, that's what I said. See, like, yep, 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 yep. I'm out. I'm done. Me too. Oh, perfect timing. That's so cool, go was. Um, so yeah, that, that brings us to the end of our back and forth questioning part of our podcast. We hope you enjoyed playing along with us. Please get in touch and let us know how you got on. We believe that you've probably done better than us. Even though we just watched the episodes, we still suck. Um, so yeah, coming up next is our Would You Rather segment, which is where Nisi's gonna give us a question, which has two options in it. And we have to choose which one of those options we would rather whatever with. And what we do is we put this up on our Instagram with a little poll and you can go on there and let us know which one you would rather. Exactly. Okay, would you rather never lose your phone again or never lose your keys again? Never lose my phone again. Yeah, I mean, I am totally a person who always loses both. But since I changed my 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 job place, is that the word? I don't know. Um, I don't have to use my keys that much anymore because I don't have the keys to my workplace anymore. So, yeah, I guess my phone because I use my phone more than my keys right now. I could tell you where my phone is right now, but 90% of the day I will say the words. Has anyone seen my phone? 90% of the times I say that I'm sitting on it, but that's still beside the point. I couldn't actually tell you where my keys are right now, so me however i'm rarely coming into an empty house there's always usually somebody in here um following the covid restrictions of course um that'll let me back in the house um but yeah i always lose my keys so i don't know we, we can't go outside just now anyway i don't need keys i need my yeah. phone i need to facetime my mom and complain about home learning and why my children can't draw a capital B. I need my phone. So yeah, that's what I'm going with. Need my phone. Never lose my phone. Um, let us know which one you would rather. And exactly. if I remember to put up the box, tell us why. Um, next one is our hypothetical fight segment where we give two characters from TV or film and we discuss what would happen if they were in a fight with each other and come to some sort of conclusion as to who we believe would be the winner. We also put this up on our Instagram as a poll for you to vote and let us know why you think that. Really should start like announcing those at the beginning of the next podcast be like so last week you all voted so and so as the winner of the hypothetical fight and have that like as an announced legitimate winner. 
that is actually not a bad idea. I'm yeah. going to start doing it. So make sure you vote this week because next week we're going to announce who wins between Miss Laurel Lance of Earth One yes. versus Miss Black Siren. Ooh. Are we saying Laurel Lance the Black Canary versus Laurel Lance the Black Siren? Because Laurel Lance without the Black Canary is definitely getting her ass kicked by the Black Siren because she has I, green powers. She is a lawyer and she she's yeah, that's it. That's all I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't have a third one. Yeah, I was thinking the Black Canary when you said Laurel Lance because that would make sense. When she's had her thingy, her, her, wait, was that her? Yeah, that was her. When she got Sarah's screamy thingy made into neck screamy thingy. Neck screamy thingy. Right, so we're going with both canaries, both, no, the canary and the siren both have screaming powers. They both have the canary cry. Who would win in the fight? <laughs> Such a cute sound. Kari, <laughs> uh, why don't you take it away? Because I asked you first, bitch. I don't know. Um, I'm going to go with Black Siren. And why is that? Well, basically, I feel like when Black Siren comes over to the other Earth, she has nothing to lose at this point. She feels like she's already lost her entire planet. She's lost everybody that she loves and knew and hated. And um, yeah, she's got nothing to lose. Whereas um, Black Canary, she is still learning and training. Like even when she ultimately dies, she's still not at her like, the strongest that she could ever possibly be do you know what I mean like she could have become so much more if she hadn't been killed off um so yeah I think that Black Siren's got nothing to lose she's evil so she's um less likely to hold our punches pull our punches she's gonna go for it whereas I feel like um Black Canary Laurel wouldn't necessarily be going for the kill yeah, I think so too. I think like Black Siren is is like 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 she also has this bloodlust that Sarah was experiencing before. So she wouldn't she she won't stop until she and until she killed the person that she's fighting with. Yeah. And Laurel Lance, the Black Canary, uh, I think she wouldn't go for the kill either because she's considered a hero and works with the Flash and the Arrow and Supergirl and everybody that and they don't kill. Arrow does but not not so much anymore but yeah I think um I, I do I agree with you I think the difference between Black Siren and Sarah Lance's sort of bloodlust like as much as Black Siren does have it it's very targeted like she has a lot of control over herself like she has not just got powers become the evil went to a different earth and bad bad man like she was she was a baddie for a long time before 
we met her in Arrow at least, like obviously she started out on Flash. Um, and I feel like she's cultivated her power. She knows what she's doing. She's not like a loose cannon. She's not just going off her emotions. She's not just angry. She's actually like targeted and in control of herself. However, she's still driven by that need to not be beaten. I don't know, self-preservation maybe. Um, but then again, if you move forwards in her journey, that same character when she becomes good and she becomes a canary rather than the siren and she she changes, I still think she would kick Laurel Lamb's black canary's ass even when she's not got that bloodlust thing because she just grows to be so powerful and so badass. I don't know. I'm going to put all the options up. I'm going to put Black Canary version one versus Black Siren. I'm going to put Black Canary versus Black Siren when she becomes good. We're going to do it all. Let us know what you think. Who wins? Pow, pow. Scream. Ah! Um, someone needs to stop me from talking because when I'm reading, I'm just saying shit and it's not okay. Well, you're creep when you do that, so lol um awesome we came up with a new segment at the beginning of season two which we thought would be a really great way to be able to reach across all the different arrowverse tv shows just for a brief moment and discuss one of our favorite quotes from any arrowverse tv show any episode any season any character and just share it with everybody now if you've got a favorite quote that you would like to either share with us or have us share on our podcast. Get in touch with us, let us know. We would love to hear from you. Nisi, what is your Arrowverse notable quotable for episode five? One second. Oh, I found it. Forgiveness isn't something you give someone who's hurt you. Forgiveness is something you give to yourself. Who said it? Alex Danvers. Oh, I love Alex Danvers with all of my arm because it is bigger than my heart. Yeah, well, love that, love that. Mine is, I wouldn't know. I've never stood behind a man. Boom. Lena Luther, season two. I know who said that um yeah that was mine for this week um and before we sign off i had written something down about the episode of season five se season fucking what season two episode five uh, that i forgot to say um i really enjoyed it when obsidian referred to the legends as the lovable losers oh thought it was very descriptive yeah. <laughs> Um, because I feel like when you look at all the other Arrowverse TV shows, that's pretty much how they look at the legends, even though they are far superior. Yes. So, um, yeah. So that brings us to the end of episode five of season two of Babel's Legends podcast. Thank you so much for joining us please come back again next week. We would love to have you. Don't forget to check us out on social media, Twitter at Bebo's Legends, 
and Instagram at Babel's Legends Podcast. And make sure to check out the Super Friends Podcast Network and the House of Danvers Podcast too. Woohoo! Woohoo! Bye! Thank you so much for stopping by. Love you. Bye. Tara, see you later. Where's the stop button gone? Oh, there it's there. Bye. <laughs> Bebo's Legends Podcast. I la la love you too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>